Welcome homeowners, home buyers, landlords, and tenants alike. People who just want to be better at living in a home. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's real estate magazine for your ears. Join Madison Radio's Adam Elliott, real estate broker and landlord Ben Anton as they break down the modern day barriers of home ownership. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and if you're not careful, you'll learn. Come on, baby, won't you hold me tighter than your fist curled up in a schoolyard fight? I'll be a backup when you're calling my name. Thanks for waiting. That was the waiting song from Madison musician Seesaw. Welcome to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's real estate magazine for your ears. On the Facebook, at In the 608. Hey, Ben, we made it. Two years. Can you believe that? (laughs) This, of course, means we're wrapping up season two of Real Estate in the 608. Congratulations to you for going two seasons strong here. Well, Congratulations to us. Very well put. You, you've you had to come every time. <laughs> so this is a little bit of an unusual episode of Real Estate in the 608. We're not going to do the normal gig. I thought we might. I don't think. Do you think anybody's going to listen to this one for the first time? Uh, maybe. It's possible. You, you never know. You know. So, so let's, let's say what we normally do and then do something completely different. In each episode of Real Estate in the 608, we do things like we discuss the headlines of real estate of the day. We generally recap the highest and lowest price sales of the previous month. But this time, we're going to look back one year, highest and lowest of the year. But then just for fun, I'm going to we're going to take a look at the smallest and the biggest, too, and see how that frames out. We usually give you a top of the hour tip and a market update. These are things that little nuggets of information you can take with yourself. This time, nobody. See, usually, usually we have a very respected and educated member of the Lauer Realty Group staff come in and, and espouse to us. But hey. They're already on vacation. (laughs) We do, however, continue to surround ourselves with people smarter than we are, and Phil will drop in with his end-of-year musing. And uh, we also feature local music from artists in the 608, but this time we'll be facing some some holiday music. Yeah, we've got some in the 608 musicians who have have by chance recorded uh, some holiday-appropriate tunes. Very cool. Well, those are the things that we do in Real Estate in the 608, but Real Estate in the 608 really is nothing without you and I, Ben, and we are... Uh, your host here. My name is Adam Elliott. I am a homeowner, a teacher. I do UX at UW-Madison. I thought you were going to like wax poetic and be like, real estate in the 608 is nothing without you, our loving <laughs> listeners. But no, he's straight to me. And straight, no. to, straight to he and I, yeah. me and him, him and me. <laughs> uh, I'm Ben Anton, broker associate at the Lauer Realty Group, landlord, and uh, and someone who just who just does all kinds of real estatey stuff and, and likes to help people le- figure it out and learn and 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 be better at living in a house. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to you, Ben. You sold or you actually helped one of my coworkers, Megan, saying uh, hello. She bought her Hi, first Megan. house. I think with Megan you, is right? in the process. She's we, in the process. We, right now. We, we've we've overcome the hurdle of the inspection today. Congratulations. That was it. That was like the smallest hurdle. I had to meet her parents, and and that's the thing. It's like meeting the parents. It is very much like meeting the parents. I think it went well. I got to say, you know, like I am not a realtor, but the engagement and the, the conversations that we have, I'm pretty geeked out about her getting her house now. <laughs> and I realized that I'm like, why am I so excited about her getting her house? I'm like, oh, we because, talk about these things because all the getting time. a house is fun. <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. So that's really cool. We wouldn't, of course, we wouldn't be here without you, the listener. And we'd like to say thank you for being here. I, I say thank you too. And uh, and on my list for uh, an appropriate Christmas gift, mm-hmm. uh, reviews, reviews on uh, 
on iTunes, something like that. There. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're looking to get me something, that'd be great. <laughs> it's easy, low bar to access those, right? Uh, you would, you wouldn't. I we don't have hardly any. Really? I know you listen. Oh. I know you're out there. We'll have to go. How and, about some reviews? We'll go and plant some ourselves. So what's been going on since last time, Ben? I helped one of our In the 608 musicians install his new windows. Oh, okay. Bob Westfall, uh, somebody we've been featuring in as our bumpers mm-hmm. uh, for the last two years. Musically speaking. Um, you may have joined us last episode to learn about the window shopping process, and I said that it would be part one of a two-part series. Mm-hmm. Well, in March, Bob will come back and we'll talk about the windows that we just put in his house. I got a text message from him just today, said, Ben, it is so much warmer and quieter in my house. I love these windows. And then just because we were planning ahead a little bit, I can tell you that in January, we're going to have the Shamanaic House Cleanser and former real estate broker Jessica Rippenberg. And then in February, we'll talk about love and real estate with agent Asher Messino. We'll talk about some of the challenges that same-sex couples or non-married couples might face when borrowing or buying for their purchase. Interesting. Good to know. And then I hear a great segue. Yes. No doubt these episodes will quickly rise to the top, or will they? Because there's some stiff competition. We are going to recap that stiff competition today and discuss the 12 episodes of Christmas. And herein lies what we're doing for this episode. The 12 episodes of Christmas. You won't have to listen to 12 episodes through here, but we are definitely going to give you like the quick and dirty version. And the, uh, and the what, what you, the people have told us mm-hmm. is the best and most appropriate content. We'll be back with that right after we talk about the annual lows and highs. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears. As a little break, let's uh, introduce one of our bands that you hear in the 608, Seesaw, with a Christmas classic. It's a Brenda Lee tune. Gonna last for Santa Claus and the reason why the cows Gonna po 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 on his beard po po to see if it's real Gonna tick tick tickle him on his tummy because he laughs so funny He's so jolly and so kind when it comes around to Christmas time
listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears. My name is Adam Elliott. He is Ben Anton. We're doing our holiday episode, Ben, the end of 2020. I can't say how many people would just like to say it's the, the end, end of, of 2020, 2020, please. <laughs> Next. It has been one for the record books, no doubt. Sure. Real estate continued. I didn't know that was going to happen yeah. at the beginning. People continued to buy and sell their homes almost at a breakneck speed and and at a pace and with an enthusiasm I could not even have imagined. Well, I mean, that's it's surprising because nobody knew how things were going to go. But as Jeff Goldblum says from Jurassic Park, life finds a way. How about we just talk about the lows and the highs then? Uh, both from early in the year, but the lowest price sale in all of Dane County in the year 2020, $58,000 for a two-bedroom home, 720 square feet on Hickory Nut Lane in Albion. Mm, not quite a tiny house, but certainly smaller no, in yeah. stature. <laughs> I mentioned we'll, we'll go this, we'll, we'll know the smallest house too. That was good. <laughs> All right. Highest price sale, $3 million. Just three $3 million. We talked about this one, didn't we? I don't know, but it has eight bathrooms, five God. bedrooms, five bedrooms, eight bathrooms on Highway 19 in the town of Perry. You just get lost in a three house like million this. dollars, and I thought when I when I saw that it was nine thousand four hundred and eighty three square feet, I thought, geez, I wonder if this whole smallest and biggest thing is going to be no fun because I'm just going to tell you about the same house. Does it come with a helicopter landing pad? There's one bigger than this. <laughs> oh, good that's, God, that's the takeaway. Uh, so that's take it. So we're so we got a big spread there. Fifty eight thousand on the bottom, three million on the top. I'll fill you in with the average Dane County price was two twenty nine. Two hundred and twenty-nine thousand for the average Dane, house. Dane County. Dane County. The average house, thousand square feet, smallest house, just a few blocks from here. Twenty-eight oh six Moland Avenue. How much? Mm. How small is a tiny home like those little trailers they make? Three hundred square feet or less. I'm thinking about the very tiny trailer-based tiny homes that Occupy Madison has been building. We talked about their purchase of Wiggies, mm-hmm. and they are, and let's imagine they're 150 square feet. So this 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 tiniest house in Madison is just about three times larger than that. 453 square feet. So $135,000 for a 453 square foot house on Moland. It's like an efficiency apartment, kind of. Like, if you, you better if it be, was an apartment. You better be efficient. <laughs> Surprising that those still exist in Madison, like they haven't been like outbuilt or... You know, that they're just... Or picked up and moved away. You're right, exactly. <laughs> All right, what about the largest? The largest. Almost an even 10,000 square feet for $1.9 million at 3946 Caribou Court in Middleton. Okay. So those are our lows and highs and our largest and smallest and the average, uh, by the way. So you can compare your home to what the average sold this year. You can say, hey... I'm about average. Yeah. From all my history of playing Christmas music on the radio all the time, this is a classic favorite that everybody loves. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. From the Oak Street Ramblings. Tickle 
curveball at here at you we usually do a fun get to know you game about this point of the show where we determine somebody whether Whether or not not our guest yes is fun we play we play a little get to know you game a madison trivia history and environs quiz game that we we call call the way it used to be and then we ring a bell and then we ring a bell just like that we don't have any guests today. I pulled up some Madison trivia this time. Oh You're usually the quiz master, so I'm going to do the quiz on you this time. I guess this is determining whether or not you're fun. We'll determine if I'm fun, but keep in mind the bell is at my end of the table. <laughs> These are pretty focused on our radio background. Ooh. In addition to real estate, there's obviously a location involved in some of these things. In Madison, you know, so. Megan, with, mm-hmm. with her today, right. she said... She said, I really enjoy listening to the podcast and not to learn anything about real estate, but because she gets to hear her coworker Adam use his radio voice. <laughs> News, traffic, and weather together. <laughs> okay, so what it is is you get three questions. Okay. And you determine whether or not you're a fun guy or not. Okay, question number one, Ben. This notorious Madison building... At 1254 East Washington Avenue was the location for recording and mixing tracks from the likes of bands of L7, The Smashing Pumpkins, Death Cab for Cutie, and Soul Asylum. Name that building. I can do better than name the building. That building is currently for sale. <laughs> the former Smart Studios <laughs> right? is listed by Lauer Realty Group's Toby Silkman. Oh, you've got that. So do you, does that mean you get to get in there? I don't get know. me in there. You want to go in there? <laughs> I we, let's give me a pre-approval letter and I'll take you in to see actually um for anybody who is curious, I think we did one of those fancy uh video tours. Oh, cool. Um, during COVID, we try to keep as many people out of the buildings. Wait, just right. a second. Yeah. Yeah, you do get the bell there by the way. Yeah. During COVID, we try to keep as many people out of the house if we don't need them in. Have a look here. Here makes, are all the, sense. here are all the reasons you might not want to come. But if you still like it, come. Okay. So you could probably go to com and find that listing and do a virtual tour of the interior of the infamous Smart Studios. I'll definitely do that, but I still want you to walk me through the building. <laughs> Let's work on that. We'll work on that pre-approval letter, Adam. Question number two. Now visible from the sidewalk outside of a car dealership at the corner of East Washington and Stoughton Road, there is a plaque memorializing, memorializing an event where Elvis Presley notoriously jumped out of the limo, broke up a fight he witnessed at a gas station using this type of martial arts defense technique. Name that technique. Oh, boy. The, I see. I knew the fight scene. Yep. I knew Elvis. I, I knew I you knew were going to know all that. The stuff. limousine pulled yeah. over. Yeah. Taekwondo. Karate chop. Oh. It was the Elvis karate chop. He I did. <laughs> I was thinking judo, taekwondo. <laughs> all right. Just name the West Gorham Street, Madison location, that Otis Redding was set to play on Sunday, December 10th, before his plane notoriously crashed into Lake Monona, resulting in one survivor only, a member of the Barkays, who were also on board 
that plane. So this what is, was the location they were going to play? If you recall, there was a poster at the radio station that had this place listed. Okay, well, it's the <laughs> venue formerly known as Bullwinkles. The factory was the name of the place at the time. It's currently Canterbury Inn. Oh, Canterbury then I'm Books. wrong. Yeah, I think Bullwinkles was just down the road a little bit. So I don't think we can take that answer. Sorry. Correct. You were, you were, I think you were in like the right block, though. There you go. Let me tell you about all these familiar things that you're familiar with and then ask you some <laughs> obscure question that barely relates. Thank you, That's Adam. The fun of the game, isn't I it? I guess that shows that you're fun, too. <laughs> That's the way it used to be. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608 Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears. In with us briefly by phone to wish you and yours a happy holidays, Liz Lauer. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to say uh, all of us at Lauer Realty Group, we're so thankful and appreciative of your continued support. Uh, We wish your families and you happiness, good health this holiday season. And a happy new year. So keep it real, Madison. Thanks much, Liz, for dropping in. And thank you for your support of our program and helping us get it into the ears of many. Hey, let's talk about the greatest hits today. We'll talk about the greatest hits. In year two of Real Estate in the 608, we're we're at just less than 5,000 downloads. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's impressive that Adam is hearing that for the first time and he, he's raising an eyebrow. Um, you know, you talk okay. to some of the big artists and they'll talk to you about like billions of downloads. I don't but know. That's that... like a pop artist, you know, so for a podcast. Hey, I'm happy with it. <laughs> I, I'm happy with that. And I saw someone I just heard uh, uh, or I saw on Facebook, uh, Madison 365, one of the mm-hmm. uh, great, great opportunity for some local news. From Good a, news source. Yeah. A non, uh, non-corporate non source. Uh, but there, there's, a, there's a podcast they, they discussed. It was, a, it was a Black Oxygen. Mm-hmm. And they were celebrating 10,000. Oh. So this half as many. Hey. I don't. They could have been around for like three months and just be like, <laughs> like super popular. But you know, like ten thousand. If they if they'll put that in the paper, I'll I'll tell you about five thousand right here. <laughs> Everyone goes at their own pace sometimes. So we will recap with you the twelve episodes of Christmas. So this means we've done more than twelve episodes. <laughs> yes, we've done <laughs> we've done yeah. twenty four. Yeah. I suppose if you count last last year's Christmas ep- Christmaca mm-hmm. episode, coming in at number twelve. Our time with insurance agent Jeff First mm-hmm. from Thomas and Bradley Insurance. Originally aired in February of 2020, Jeff, second to last guest in person here in the Main Street studios. Uh, Pre-COVID time. Coming in at number 11. F-35s, the F is not for fun. No, we spent the hour with, uh, with Misha Peterson from Monona Bank. We talked a lot about the benefits of a local lender. Uh, the first-time buying process, but also the negative effects that an F-35 bed down could have and lending restrictions that would result from um, from an area uh, that that achieved that deep, that 65 dB DNL and being unfit for residential uh, use. Yeah, I learned about that during that episode that I had no idea. You can make it too loud there. Um, it changes, you know, not only like the environment that you're in there, but the potential that, you know, real estate would be affected. Real estate affected for the most part because 
underwriters of loans like Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae would see that area as too risky, and they would stop offering their mortgage insurance products Mm -hmm. in that area, which means that only people that that had 20% down could buy there. Mm -hmm. That FHA loans, VA loans, nobody liked that. Yeah. Only only buyers with significant cash. Yeah, it's not hard to see the leap how some people have made a claim that that is systemic racism right there. Coming in at number 10. Number 10, our time with Dorotea Alexieva. And she was doing a kitchen remodel, as I She recall. walked us through her kitchen remodel and the decision she and her Alex had to make for a reasonable price but awesome new kitchen. Coming in at number 9. From July, season 1, we're at number 9 with Chris Mickelson, the home inspector. We talk about what a buyer can expect from a home inspector. We also touch on radon in homes. I remember he told us his nugget was like, don't trust those store-bought radon tests. You need like the official one because they don't detect at the level that they should. All right, coming down to number eight. We sat with Marie Kondo. <laughs> well, at least the Midwest version of it, <laughs> the, right? We sat with the, with the Marie Kondo of the Midwest, uh, Nicole Gruter of Positive Spaces. She talked about organizing and thinning your home as it relates to prep for sale, but also in an effort to simply enjoy your home. I'd mm-hmm. imagine, as many of us are finding uh, ourselves working in the home or just leaving it less, uh, that the thinning... And making your home a more joyful place may be, may be as important as ever. Yeah. Nicole was a treat. I really enjoyed talking to her. And I follow her Positive Spaces on Facebook. And she has been quite busy, it's, it seems like, because people are doing that home improvement <laughs> thing. And they need to get rid of some of the but junk. <laughs> before we can improve, we need to find the things that we can improve. Okay. Why don't we take a break from our list here? And we'll be right back with number seven through one. Here's an odd one that sticks out in the list, a John Denver cover. Uh, Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk This Christmas by the Oak Street Ramblers. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry. Just last year, when I was only seven, I'm almost eight, as you can see. You came home at a quarter past eleven and fell down underneath our Christmas tree. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see my mama cry Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas I don't want to see my mama cry the window she told me son you better go upstairs then you laughed hollered Merry Christmas 
I turned around and saw my mama's tears Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas I don't want to see my mama cry Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas I don't want to see my mama cry Madison Real Estate Magazine for your ears. My name is Adam Elliott. He's been Anton. We're counting down the 12 episodes of Christmas on Real Estate in the 608, coming in at number seven. Brian Olson from Dale's Heating. It's a very warm episode, as I recall. It was right after I got my furnace, too. It I, was. <laughs> Mona's furnace, I think, lasted through February. Oh. <laughs> and it was time for a new furnace and time to hear from Brian. This episode, I, I share the most. And that might be one of the reasons that it's towards the top. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many times in the neighborhood lift serve or Facebook pages, you know, who knows a good heating and cooling guy. And, and no doubt, a lot of people will say Brian, and then I'll say, oh, yeah, Brian's good. <laughs> Here he is on my podcast, Shameless Podcast Plug. <laughs> That's how marketing works, baby. <laughs> Coming in at number six. <laughs> Season one, episode two with Nina Leapwall. Nina Liebel is the woman who signs my checks. She was a big part of Lauer Realty when it was Liz Lauer and Associates, but now spends her time raising kids and managing a medium-sized rental portfolio. Yeah. She talks multifamily homes, how to keep tenants happy, and maybe even just how to keep tenants, period. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels, doorbells and sleigh bells schnitzel with noodles, wild geese that fly with the moon on their wings. These are a few of my favorite things. Coming in at number five, let's start from the very beginning. <laughs> See, because we just heard from uh, Sound of Music. Did you get that? That's Julie Oh, Andrews. we did a few of my favorite things. Here. That's Julie Andrews. Yep. Right? Okay. And here's, here's another one from, from Sound of Music. Let's start from the very beginning. Oh, you got it. I can see you on the German mountainside spinning around <laughs> and enjoying <laughs> that's a, that's it. That's exact, great, great, exactly what I was going to do. And the reason <laughs> the reason we're starting from the very beginning I got it, is yep. because episode or the, the top number five 
is our first episode. Mm. First episode with Jeff Pulley. Jeff Pulley, the plumber. Talks about the advantages of tackling your own damn projects, <laughs> which is never real good for business, but... But it's probably still pretty good for business. Yeah, it is. It Couple, is. I remember the one about ascending or descending oh the stairs. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, yep. and seeing that, that, that he found himself in several feet of water sooner, yes. sooner than he would have imagined. With the electric still on and he walked away still breathing from the event. Oh, you're listening to Real Estate in the 608. We're recapping our top 12 episodes. We'll call it the 12 episodes of Christmas 2. And we're on to number four. Man About Monona, season one, episode 10, Lindsey Wood Davis. Just a great guy. He talks about the buying, selling, buying again, and then selling all in the span of about 18 months. Lindsey, LWD is like one of the better storytellers I think I've ever met. And, uh, that was a great episode. If you, if you just want to listen to two people that belong on the radio and me, <laughs> uh, tell some stories about, about buying and selling and just kind of get a feel for what it is we do here. Uh, start out with the man about Monona, Lindsay Wood Davis. I know. That's season one, episode 10. It's a great story. Coming in at number three. Segregation by design. This is a very recent episode, So, but also, also kind of like our best work. I don't know if you wanted to talk I'd, about like I'd, I'd say that yeah like hard hitting journalism work. Sure, I mean twenty twenty was a challenging year for a number of reasons, not just because of the virus, because also a lot of eyes were opened to the injustices that are happening. We spent our time with Dr. Paige Glotzer from the UW History Department. We learned a lot from her book, How the Suburbs Were Segregated, and the rather direct lineage from restrictive covenants implemented in the first suburbs, early nineteen hundred suburbs, like not not suburban ring suburbs, but early 1900s to their influence, even on modern day communities. We, and we uh, had some friends at the title company even find some of those restrictive covenants Brutal. Yeah. that were uh, in place in Madison, even as late as the 1950s. Yeah. Uh, a, a great episode. And yeah, I would say, you know, if there's one I'm proud of, I'm glad that we put that one together. And that again, uh, uh, unfortunately, very topical, very, very mm -hmm. happening now. Uh, but at the same time, Again, that, that direct lineage from early 1900s and, and the, the issues of systemic, the building of the system that results in our systemic racism as it relates to housing and, uh, and city planning. Coming in at number two. City planner and former client Dan McAuliffe uh, summarized his Madison-focused white paper on gentrification and what can be done to avoid it. Yeah, a really like thorough summary. It was really good to get his perspective. He takes kind of like a technical planning as to like how how it happens, how gentrification actually happens, and like what are the conditions that leads to it. Right. One of my takeaways there was uh, disinvestment. Yeah, we talked about that often gentrification is preceded by disinvestment, and and the fact that that made sense to me because I knew the easiest way to make money in real estate is to buy something that has seen disinvestment mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. then I can take it from below par to just slightly above par and, and make the most money in doing so. But that does mean putting someone a different type or a different, uh, a different clientele. Often that means putting a different kind of person, a different place in life or, uh, or place in finance in that same unit. So today on Real Estate in the 608, we are capping the 12 episodes of Christmas. That is the 12 most listened to, most downloaded episodes of Real Estate in the 608. And we have come to the number one, the no. most favored. This 
episode was the most listened to by a margin of maybe 25%. Oh, okay. So it it blew the other ones out of the water a little bit. This was a clear winner. And I I felt it was maybe like a little sad metaphor about Madison, (laughs) but I live there. I live here too. So when I say something sad about Madison, I own it. Anyone familiar with the strengths and weaknesses of our of our fine little town might see this coming. The most downloaded episode of Real Estate in the 608, Ice Cream Wars. <laughs> in third place, Doctor of History mm-hmm. and her book about segregation in the United States. In second place, gentrification, gentrification in Madison. Planning. Blowing it out of the water, ice cream, ice cream wars. Um, I mean, the, there's something to be said about the entertainment and the dairy state factor so, in there, but yeah. So mostly, I guess what you're telling me is that we need more talk about ice cream. Um, <laughs> he, uh, Casey Davenport of Best Buds Landscaping and the all new, not so much now new, but still newer, mm-hmm. Atwood Scoop. Uh, we get the scoop on what went down behind closed freezer doors and shed some light on the still chilling ice cream rivalry playing out on the 2300 block of Atwood Avenue. I drove by them just the other day and they're still in operation. It looks a little different on the outside, but the ice cream is still there. Casey is quite the character. And I usually say like sometimes the most interesting stories come from somebody who is not in the biz, who has switched into the biz of something. And that's Casey's story. Like, <laughs> Like you said he's landscaping. Then he got into the like the ice cream biz, and there's a, there was a history to that as well. Well, and they, the, they come from the uh, from the crossing of the river. Uh, the Atwood Scoop is a second location of the same proprietors as the uh, the Merrimack Ferry, the Merrimack, yeah. the Merrimack Scoop. Yeah, is that what it's called, the Merrimack yeah. Scoop? Okay, so there you go. Well, there you have it, folks. Your top twelve episodes from Real Estate in the Six Hundred Eight. Yeah, thank you. We could take a quick break and hear from Phil and his end-of-year musings. Phil is a dairy commodities broker with Blimling & Associates and Dairy.com and host of his own podcast, The Dairy Download. Hey, Ben. It's Phil with a view from beyond the 608. Let's play 20 questions as we leave 2020 behind. These are the things I wonder about for our national and local economy. Before the pandemic, only 15% of restaurant sales were for off-premises consumption. That number is now running at about 45%. What will be the new normal? How many more meals will people be cooking at home in 2021 versus 2019? How many restaurants in the nation will close and never reopen in the next six months? Will people continue to be moving from big, expensive cities in high-tax states in the north to smaller, cheaper cities in low, no-tax states in the south? The Packers are 9-1 to to win the Super Bowl. Are those good odds? What happens to the hospitality industry in big business travel towns like Chicago and San Francisco? With that in mind, when will hotel occupancy rates in the country move up past 50%? The CEO of L.L. Bean says we are amidst an enduring revival of outdoor recreation. Is he correct? Along those same lines, we see RV sales still on fire, 25% above year prior levels. Will that market remain hot in 2021? Should we believe in ghost kitchens? Will DoorDash and Airbnb be able to justify their huge initial public stock valuations? Surveys show that only 20% of employees are going to the office these days. How many of us will never go back? Will we see unemployment in Madison get back to less than 3% next year? 
Will the work from anywhere phenomenon be population positive or population negative for Dane County? Housing prices in Dane County are up by about 6% this year, in line with the five-year average. Will the pace slow or grow in 2021? Crude oil at $50 for next year. Do we take the over or the under? Americans cut back on credit card use this year, with outstanding balances down 8% in the third quarter. Will we be as conservative in 2021? Meanwhile, student loan debt is growing at the slowest rate in many, many years. Are people going to look differently at college education when the pandemic ends? What will that mean to a college town like Madison? Okay, number 20. Is there a better real estate podcast than Real Estate in the 608? I'll answer that one. No. Thanks, Ben and Adam, for having me along. Happy holidays to you and yours and to all of our listeners. That's all for now, Ben. This is Phil with The View from Beyond the 608. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the blue. You're listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's Real Estate Magazine for your ears. He is Ben Anton. My name is Adam Elliott. We've been recapping the 12 episodes of Christmas, the 12 top episodes of Real Estate in the 608. Um, thanks to you, of course. So, ben, what was that, though? That was kind of interesting to see how it wasn't necessarily the oldest episodes that had had the most listeners. Oh, sure. Yeah. You could make the hypotheses that the ones that have been out there longer have had more time to get more streams, but no, it turns out people like ice cream. (laughs) Turns out people like ice cream and and at least in a positive way are trying to educate themselves and are willing to to listen to... it's just some alternative voices. Yeah. Uh, we, we've tried to feature women and uh, people of color and, and all and, and different voices uh, representing more than just Ben and Adam's 40-year-old white guy perspectives. Mm-hmm. So we thank you for joining us for that time. And it's clear it's clear that you know people are people are listening at least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, all done while we try to keep this local. This is a local podcast about local things that happen in the Madison area. These are local artists that you hear. And while not everything in 2020 was fun, we try to keep it that way too. Yeah. Everybody's ready to stick a fork in 2020 for sure. Let's talk about the newsletter. The newsletter each and every month I send out a newsletter to people like you who like to keep their exposure to me limited and measured. <laughs> That's that, a nice way to put it. That, that, that newsletter comes on the 22nd of each month and is written in easy-to-digest segments, taking no longer than 20 seconds to read. It's a great place to find homeownership tips, little bits about the market and the activity we're seeing, as well as find a brief recap of the podcast and what happened lately there. All right. Um, some thanks are due. Thanks to you, Ben, for one coming up with the idea for real estate in the six hundred eight and guiding us on this journey that we've been on. It was just an idea. <laughs> in, a, in our holiday episode last year, I, I, I waxed poetic about the about the the drive to East Rochester, New York, where where real estate in the six hundred eight was born. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So here it is, two years later, <laughs> and still going strong. It's a toddler now. <laughs> We're just learning to walk. A thank you to everybody who's listened and and made us feel like two years was worthwhile doing. Uh, A special thanks also to our newest in the 608 musician, the Oak Street Ramblers, our holiday contributors, Bob Westfall and Seesaw. 
Very good stuff. And we'll, of course, hear more from our other real estate and 608 artists in the coming year, the Mad City Jug Band, Renclaw and Eldonk. Thank you again, my people. Yeah, thank you. It, you really make real estate. I know we said it's us too here, but like, if you're not listening, we're, we're not doing it. So. Maybe maybe you're what makes it fun. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, Ben. It's been Merry a great Christ- 2020, Merry as good Chris- as it could be. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening to Real Estate in the 608, Madison's real estate magazine for your ears. Real Estate in the 608 is a podcast for homeowners, home buyers, landlords, tenants, people who just want to be better at living in a home. If you can't get enough Real Estate in the 608 between episodes, like us on Facebook at In the 608 or visit inthe608.com for archived episodes and show notes. Remember, until you tell us, we don't know. We appreciate your listening as well as your ratings and reviews at your favorite podcast portal. We also welcome feedback and topic suggestions via emails to ben at benanton.com. Oh, no.